James. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. <laughs> water. Ashamed. Oh yeah. I just want y'all to know we're all smiles and we're laughing because we literally just had a discussion about different types of foods. So the conversation stemmed where she said she was ordering something for after the podcast after we record right and i mentioned to her that yes yeah she said she's ordering thai food Mm -hmm. and so i told her ironic i wanted to order chinese but the place that i wanted was closed today so they open tomorrow and i was like what's the difference between thai and chinese food is it the ginger seasoning or sauce she said what the fuck do you mean ginger seasoning or sauce that's not even a real thing. And I'm now I'm just shocked and perplexed because I don't know what she's talking about. And I was like, well, do you mean like that's the Japanese thing? It's not Chinese and Thai. And she's like, no, that's not that's an Americanized thing. Then we had this whole discussion about yum yum sauce. Because I thought that was definitely a real Chinese or whatever type of food that uses it. I thought it was real. And she's trying to tell me that it's not. It's not. It's not. Americans always want to put somebody's sauce, some kind of sauce on something. You ever seen Asian people eat what they give us? Only thing I see them eat on the movies is like they're sitting crisscross applesauce with ramen. When you go in their restaurants and they in the corner eating, you see them eating what they give us? Yeah, they they have like rice. Right. You see them put yum yum sauce on it? Matter of fact, they just eat fried rice. Most of the time, they just eat fried rice with bok choy and some sort of protein or soup or something like that. Listen, these people be coming over here and creating shit for us so that we can (laughs) eat it. Because they had me food. Because if we just get the somebody gonna be like, oh, you think you could pass me? Y'all, y'all got some hot sauce. <laughs> so they had to create some shit. <laughs> got y'all out here buying yum yum sauce in the in the the Publix aisle. Oriental the, the 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 guy that I get the sugar free um sauces from the black man. He got a yum yum sauce. Like, what the hell you got a yum yum sauce for, sir? You're from South Carolina, sir. You don't know nothing about this. Why are you doing that? Because we always want to put sauce on something. I thought yum yum sauce was a delicacy. Like when I went to, when I went and got it from the Oriental out at Publix, I was like, I finally got some. Let me find out what yum yum sauce is made out of. I'm, I'm about to I'm about to look this up real quick so that <laughs> what is that mix? Yeah, look that up before we get our feelings hurt. Mayonnaise, ketchup, ginger, vinegar, and paprika. None, none of those things are Asian, except maybe the ginger. So, do you think the Chinese and Japanese people made that for us to capitalize? Because I, at this, I, I, this I don't even know, honestly, this is a Google uh, recipe. <laughs> 
reality is they probably got their own shit. I know it's definitely mayonnaise, and I know it's no different than ketchup mayo, um, mayo ketchup that you get from the the, the if if you guys go to Latin restaurants, that's their thing. Ketchup, and people swear it's a whole thing. I'm like, it's ketchup and mint with a little Goya seasoning. It. Y'all, this is not a thing. They've made this up. They're not eating this where they come from. It's just like when you go to 7-Eleven and you get a beef patty with cheese in the middle. That's not really a thing in the Caribbean. We don't put cheese in our beef patty. You don't? Girl, how was your week? Let's just go. Wait, 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 wait. What did you mean? I thought you could make beef patties however you want. And I thought that was something that, you know, add some edge to it, some flavor. Or do you put like some type of sauce on the outside of the beef patty? No, there is no. The only thing we do is eat beef patty with cocoa bread. That's it. There's no nothing that goes on top of it. Don't let these people fool you out here talking about these are Jamaican beef patty. Whatever. That's, That's what the sign for. Jamaican thing. Wow. So you're pretty much saying in America we just lie. Absolutely. They do what they have to do to conform to us so that we will eat their food. Because I'll tell you one thing, you go to Mexico and you try to ask for sour cream or you ask for lettuce and uh, tomatoes on your taco, they don't do that. What? There's what no put- flour tortillas. You get corn tortilla, you get meat, onions, and cilantro. That's it. That's the taco in Mexico. They you can't to- ask them for nothing else? like You can, but that's not standard. So when you get there, you're going to be like, why is this taco this small? Because it's not something <laughs> that's big. I'm telling you, these cultures come here because they want acceptance so bad from America, the place that doesn't want to accept them because they're fucking immigrants and they want to talk about the immigrants, but they want to eat all their fucking food. Yeah, don't get me started. I should have had. My, usually, I have a bottle of water and I'm drinking wine today. Maybe that's why I'm so irritated. I mean, well, school the hell out of me because I damn sure didn't know. I guess I just need to get out of America and start actually trying these places and their food because I was reading the signs, thinking this shit was real. Go to authentic places. Just go to instead of going to Taco Bell. like go to an authentic restaurant i mean they still kind of cater a little bit to you but to american um which is i guess it's considered tex-mex it's like again whatever but Mm -hmm. you'll probably get more authentic food if you go to an authentic like stop going to olive garden (laughs) <laughs> that's not, I mean it's Italian food and well it, it it tastes good but that's not authentic that's not how real Italian food tastes yeah you gotta go like to Donatello's at uh, Antonio or something like that with a pasta in the box it'll change your life yeah cause that's now, not that Italian food now I knew about that now it was just the the whole Japanese tie and stuff but that, that just got me in a whirlwind right now cause like I was, if you, you don't know. like spicy food, don't um don't eat Thai food because their food is spicy. I like spicy food. I just like maybe I've had it before, but I don't know because I don't know how to separate them. Almost like with Caribbean food, I don't know how to fuck to separate them. Everything is Jamaican food. <laughs> if I'm getting caught, con- if, 
Yeah, like if I'm getting caught, then I know it's Bahamian. So wherever I'm at, that's that's Bahamian food. Um, right. When it comes to all these other places, I know like if they cook the food in front of you, that is supposed to be Japanese. Habashi, you mean? Yeah. yeah, that's Japanese. I knew that. Um, Chinese is like shrimp fried rye. But everybody has that. My Thai right. is is Thai fried rice. It's it's what? just a taste. There's a different taste to it. I just got to see how they cook it because right now it's just Japanese and Chinese food. <laughs> so you don't taste the difference between Japanese and Chinese food? It doesn't I taste use, different to you? I use soy sauce for everything, so I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're just pouring liquid sauce. <laughs> Obviously didn't have enough salt on it, the regular rice. So that's I needed some flavor, some oomph to it. So I add a you know a little drizzle of soy sauce. Um and if I got the extra duck sauce packets, that's gonna go on whatever it is, Thai. It don't even matter. Duck sauce oh what oh my god. Delicioso, like daughter explorer say delicioso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh Jesus! What what is we talking about today? I just I don't even check on you. How is your week? How are you doing? I'm I'm perplexed right now. You're just I'm just what I learned. God forbid you you throw Korean food in there. You it's no that's going into Japanese Korean Japanese. Then you got Chinese. I love crab ragoons. That is absolutely not a thing. Interesting. So they don't eat crabs over there? They eat crab, but not like that. Not fried. <laughs> with sweet and sour sauce dipping. No. That's, that's, not, that's not what you're... Ooh. They could have fooled me because they always give me a pack of chopsticks with it. So I just assumed that everything was authentic. And, you know, if you can eat this food with chopsticks, I can go anywhere and do it. I'm still grasping the concept you know, of all rice. You don't eat with chopsticks, right? Just blew your mind. Okay, so what are we talking right. about? Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was always wondering, like, can't nobody eat rice with chopsticks like some pro- it's like sweet it's like sweet Ooh, I don't want a fork at all it's I like eat. sweeping sand at the beach no it's not not if you know how to use them well I only get four or five pieces of rice on mine so <laughs> that's why I get fed up with that shit just give me a fork or a spoon so I can scoop mine into my mouth I ain't got time to play these games anyways Mm-hmm. So how was your week? week? How was your weekend? <laughs> fine, perfectly fine. How mm, was a- my weekend was actually really good. I went to the beach. Um, I haven't been there in years. I mean, like years. The last time I actually was on a beach, I want to say, was when I was in Miami and I lived down there, and that was back in like 2012, 2013. So over 10 years ago. Um, but of course, like, so, like shocked when 
people who live close to beaches don't go to the beaches often. Well, I think when I was younger, I went a lot. So no, like you talk to uh, like people who don't live, they're always like, "You don't go okay, to the beach." Yeah. No, who the hell wants sand all over the place all the time? It's hot out there, and that's that's the first thing. For one, it's hot and ain't no trees, ain't no palm trees. Like if you go into islands, it is just sand and water. And most of us, like we're not really getting in the water like that. Like we're not utilizing the beach. We're going to relax most times. So we right. may put our ankles. We may go like waist deep, but we're not just sitting in the water for hours. You know what I'm saying? Um. When I went this past weekend, the first thing that was packed was a tent. If there was no tent, there's no need for us to go any damn where. Don't crank up the car to go nowhere because it doesn't even matter. Um, we ended up getting there like 7.30 in the morning. Um, we set up our little tent. What? So, yeah, so we can get our little spot. And crazy, like by the time we got everything set up, it was like 8. It was people out there already, but... <clears throat> It wasn't a lot. By 9 o'clock a.m., they were, like, trying to pile on top, like, in between each other. It was like little ants. And having I didn't like that. So I was glad we got there that early in the morning. That way we can kind of choose our spot. It's got to be, like, 11, 12. Who's waking up at 11, 12 o'clock to go to the beach? I'm getting to the beach at a good, solid 3 o'clock. And what time do you leave? At 5? Yeah, I like to see the sun like go down and everything. I don't cry. I'll probably leave like you know when it, when it starts to get dark. Like, yeah, we I don't pulled like to be at the beach early <clears throat> in the day when that. We pulled a whole shift. Like we gonna spend a day when we say we going to the beach. We spending a day there. Oh, so it's like it's like outside. Yeah, we pack our um sam- our sandwiches, our chips, our wine coolers, or beer, our, whatever the hell we need. We got our little boom box or our Bluetooth speaker. We got our whole little setup done. So we had all of that. We set up first when we got there because we didn't eat breakfast. Yeah. We had, we had our little subs and our chips and we had some wine. We laughed, kicked the shits. Then I went and put my little ankles in. They went and put their little calves in. Um, <laughs> we went back because the water instantly made us hungry again. I don't know why. Um, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I got instantly hungry, like after my ankles were out of the water. So I went back at some more to sub, ate some more chips. You don't chips. Take a nap at any point. You don't sleep on the beach. No. Yeah, they. Some of them did. I want to say a couple of my friends did, but I was too busy running my mouth and people watching. That is extremely exciting to me. Um, watching people try to put up their umbrellas that they can't properly place in the ground. They're flying everywhere. <laughs> That's what you went out there for for entertainment. Pretty much. And as our tent was still in the ground, you know, just thriving, and we're up under the shade with our music playing, you know, we're having a ball, kicking the shits. So you um, don't you don't scrub your skin? But what? <laughs> Wait, everybody <laughs> who's Caribbean that just is listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about. So you don't you don't scrub your skin when you go to the beach? With what? With the like sand? oh exfoliating with the sand? Yes. I got an exfoliator at home. You're only supposed to use that three times a week. So I've already used mine for the week. There is nothing like sand from the beach exfoliating your skin with. I'm sure it isn't because it's like all the people's feet done been in the sand. You got the 
people no. pissing in the ocean water. You got that dust. Go sit by, go sit by the shore, sit right at the edge where the water could come, and you could scrub your skin, scrub your whole body down, and then let the water, the 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 sea water hit you. No, my ankles. Yeah, yeah I'm real Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, like what? Okay. <laughs> The hell is going on? Like, first of all, I'm not sitting my ass on the. I'm not. No, I'm not getting in that water. But that comes from my own personal. What beach you went to? Siesta Key. That is nice beach. Yeah. First of all, you got Siesta Key at seven thirty in the morning, which means you left at what time? Five thirty. Five thirty in the morning. Yeah. Bitch, you crazy. We are pulling a shift. When we get there, we're setting up all the way west. All the way. Yeah. So like two hours from Orlando. Yeah. It wasn't a bad drive because when you leave that early, it's not much traffic. Um, you can cruise. Mm. It was a great time. We sat on the beach, we had our little chairs up. Laugh, we talk. The bougie uh is the bougie beach. And that's the only place we can go for the likes of me. <laughs> <laughs> like Bitch water. Seawater is seawater. You hear me? Okay. Not that one. We see through it. I don't need to see through shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see minty of clear beaches, okay? So but- yes, yes the key is the one. Um, it was a nice time. I actually, I want to say the last beach I went to was Miami Beach, South Beach. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually didn't know there was a, like, a, I guess, a family side to South Beach until maybe like <laughs> a couple years ago. There is? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, and I lived on there for five years. And I just always thought South Beach was South Beach, where the only thing you'll get to like being family oriented is South Beach besides the new beach that's like kind of attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't until maybe like two years ago, I, I I found out actually went to the portion that was family oriented and it was like a nice part of the beach. You got the rocks, you know, with the bridge and all like you got everything. Um, but that is like at the very beginning of South beach, which many people don't get a chance to go to because you're not turning that soon. Once you get over the bridge to South, get to South beach. Um, it's all the way on the far, I guess, far east of South Beach. <clears throat> so I learned that. Um, but this one was actually nice. And I think because of the weather, you know, we're in hurricane season now in Florida. So that's like, also another reason I don't go to the beach early because I'm like, let me get this rain out the way. Because, you know, we have a hurricane every day, right? two and three. So let me just go ahead and get that out the way and then go to the beach out. Right. My thing was that, like, I wanted to get there. <clears throat> excuse me. I wanted to get there and experience it because I figured it was going to rain in the afternoon like it had been, I want to say, almost the whole week. And so at least we get the experience. But I was like, even if we get there early enough, the clouds will cover the sun. Because I hate going to the beach when it's just sunny and no clouds. I hate mm-hmm. when the sun is just beaming on me. I like it with some type of clouds around to kind of, you know, give you that breeze. And the whole mm-hmm. time it was breezy. But you was also on the time. West Coast. That's why, too. <clears throat> yeah. Because the beaches on the West Coast, you have a better chance of, like, getting nice beach than, you know, our East Coast beach. Right. The Gulf yeah. beach is better. So it was, it was, uh, um, 
Good. I'm happy you enjoyed your uh, beach experience. Yeah, the sandwiches are on point. I love those. I should have brought some of those back. Um, <laughs> you yeah. sandwiches. God, they were fucking phenomenal. One of my friends made them, and that bitch can make some sandwiches. You hear me? Like they were. This is not to be. This is not to be um, offensive in any way. But is that <clears throat> like a Black American thing? Sandwiches. Like taking them to the beach? No, no, no. Just the way you say it. I don't know. Like I think because it's easy. Honestly, like when I was younger, we used to take a whole cooler, and um, because I had a bunch of cousins that would always go, we would always go with each other, and she would take a cooler, have a bunch of turkey. Not even for the beach. I'm talking about like, like in room, like making sandwiches to eat. That's the thing. Because like I, I, yeah, I think so. Because it's easy. It's convenient. Okay. It's something that you can make, whether it's peanut butter and jelly or like a ham and cheese, whatever. It's it's a very convenient meal. Um, and as you know, what's going on in America now with black parents, a lot of them are not really in the home with kids after school and all that other stuff. So it's something that they can make on their own. So that's what I just my thoughts on it. It's a I very realize, I just I know I realize when I talk to a lot of them like like sandwiches are like a thing. <laughs> and yeah. Like y'all, y'all really talk about them with a lot of love and um, compassion. So Especially I, when they're made right. I ain't talking about no rush. Just put meat and cheese on. No, like my grandma, she actually got me hooked on sandwiches. Like she would get the quality bread. You know, my grandparents they always buy quality things, <clears throat> so she would buy the quality white bread with thicker slices. And when she would make me a sandwich, like she would put just the right amount of meat on it. She would put lettuce on it to like she took pride in her work, and she would slice it in half. And I think, yeah, and it's like she would cut it from corner to corner, you know, diagonal. And I don't know that diagonal cut just made it; it added extra zest to it. I don't know why it just made it a little bit better. Like it, I don't know. And then it's like eating the chip; like it just God, don't get me started. I can taste okay. it right now. Okay, then I'm gonna have one tomorrow. Um, but. <laughs> Topic of the day as you salvate over your thoughts. <laughs> but yes, I actually want to talk about the switching of roles in men and women. Um, I've seen a post where it stated that you see more and more nowadays that men are starting to wear hoochie daddy shorts and carry purses. And now you see women trying to get their CDLs and carrying Glocks. And it was like, you see the transition of men doing more things that are more, or quote unquote, used to be feminine. And you see women doing more and more things that were quote unquote, used to be more masculine. Do you think that is starting to change today um the change and transition in roles and genders and things that were considered quite um, masculine or feminine um i guess you could say yeah but i think we're just kind of like neutralizing everything Mm -hmm. i mean now you know whatever pronoun you want to be you could be a girl today, a boy tomorrow, go back to being a girl. So I think we're just neutralizing. <laughs> Ain't that what they be doing? No? No? They do, but it's just the... the, just the yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I'm not... I'm not. 
you know, I feel um, like neutralized things that had such like uh, stereotypes. That yeah, stereotypes that we've carried for okay. a while. now. When it comes to like the emotional stuff and the feelings mm-hmm. and shit, like okay, y'all can kind of chill out with that shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because I feel like when it comes to feelings too. Why can't a woman have a CDL and carry a gun? And why mm-hmm. can't? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say a purse, but you, <laughs> if if he want to show the side me because he don't worked out and got a little thigh for me to see, I'm not mad at that either. What the person, I guess, is being true to who they are. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, then I, I'm very much a man. We've spoken about that a few times. So then I, that means I've changed roles, but I feel like this is who I've always been. I don't feel like I took, like I switched. I was one, at one point I was like ultra feminine and all of this. Right. And then I became, you know, this, you know, manly girl. Like, I, I don't know. But I just feel maybe we're just, we're just neutralizing a lot of stereotypes. All right. I think with the whole new millennials, like you said, like we're now, able to balance out where we don't really see gender roles. We don't really see stereotypes. Listen, 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 they want equality. I want equality. Well then, here you go. But the crazy thing is, I feel like there is a transition. Like We have been such emotional creatures for the longest that now like we're able to have control of our emotions and our feelings. I do feel like now we're seeing more and more men be more of the emotional creature out of the two. Out of friendships. What 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 if that was how it always was supposed to be, but the generation before us didn't teach that our generation that. Like I think we're you're um I, I don't know if we fall in the same generation, but I we think are. We're both millennials. is talking about or saying that there's gender role switching, mm-hmm. but the generation after us don't see that at all because that's all they've mm-hmm. ever known was that because they could Whatever I think, I think with ours or is it with ours or maybe the generation before ours where we start to see the shift where I we still yeah, I think it was ours our, our generation is still very much like stick to the book I, that's like my sister's generation so there's still very much like a man is a man a woman is a woman you do these right. things you have these roles you know there's mm-hmm. that person like I could not get my brother-in-law in the hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> I don't even think I can. I don't, he won't even wear pink. Salmon, pale pink. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's not, that's too masculine. That's not masculine. Right. You know, it's like, bruh. Because our generation. It's okay. Right. Our I mean, generation, I think, is where we are starting to see, well, it was the breakdown of not really having two parents in the household, or even if it wasn't, it was a situation of, we really still had grandparents. Yes. We we had grandparents. Now the generation after us, they don't know. Grandparents are like aunties and uncles. They're around the same age. Or your parents are the same. Yeah, like it's it's the same thing. So there is no structural breakdown of actual roles because they haven't seen actual defined roles. So with us, I think we were able to see what quote unquote certain roles were or what you were supposed to be or how you were supposed to act. Um what you what you were gender fluid in. But with our generation, once we started having a breakdown after 
our generation is when you started to see where everything just started kind of mashed together. And it goes to the whole respect thing. They don't really understand the respect levels because they're used to everything being close in age. My mom may be 10 years older than me. Okay. Her, okay. My grandma may be five years older than her. They both hang out and party together. Shit, they party with me too. So now we all, I, I, see, like, I see us as friends now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so even with the men, I think that before they at least had male figures, whether it was in the streets, like the positive influence of male figures. Um, but now it's kind of like their only figures in my eyes are the mothers that are in the household that they see nine out of 10. Cause I, I'll be honest and say like, you know, I'm, I'm all for people doing what they want to do, but this whole males carrying purses thing, it still has me for a loop. Like I, I, I still don't get it. Like they say it's to carry a lot of money that you have in cash. I still get it. I'm still trying to understand. It. I guess that's the excuse the street. I don't know. Like that's the only excuse I've heard for because I still don't get it. I mean, if he's, if he's, it depends on what it looks like for me because if it looks feminine, it's different if you're carrying a duffel. It's different if you're carrying like a crossover. But if you have like a gold chain Gucci like mine, then that's a problem. No, 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 sir, no. <laughs> but, but like a small duffel. So, <laughs> so every day you think that is an everyday wear for a man when he say, hold on, let me grab my bag. But like I've I know guys who, especially businessmen, they've always yeah. like a briefcase or some right. sort of bag, right? Whether right. it's a book bag or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mm-hmm. mad that they have like elevated and they're not just getting, you know, the Jansport. I just want to know. I just want to know what are they carrying in these bags? Because I know for us, we have tampons, we have pads, we have wallets. They have a lot of stuff. They they gun. They probably got their tablets. They have (laughs) wallets, and then maybe they got you know some money in there. Who knows? I don't know what they carry in there because I'm not around any niggas who got purses. I I I I just. Cause they be trying to ship everything in that one little wallet that's all broke up. <laughs> Maybe you do need a purse. Cause like I, I like I'm all for. I just sometimes I look at them like, damn, that's a cute bag. And I want to ask, where did you get that from? Because you got masculine energy. No, because I could see myself carrying it. I got shit to put in it. You ain't got shit. And most of these niggas are broke. So what the fuck is you carrying a purse for every day? If I go back in the house because I forgot my bag. It still probably got the stuffing in it. You know, when they get in your fresh bag and it got the stuffing, they probably so, get stuffing it so it stay it stay in, sh- in its shape. Right. So I wonder if they say, hey, hey, bro, let me get that one up there. I like that one over there. But just, that, those who are doing that are clearly doing it just the flaws. Come on. We know that. Oh, okay. We well, that. that's one. You can tell. You, you know how you can tell how they carrying it? <laughs> If they care in a certain way, like, oh, you just got that just a floor. You ain't really got nothing in that. Right. Because even even now, like, I, before, I think, like, for us, once again, it used to always be the women that wanted to show up. We wanted to show the, the heels we had. We wanted to show the jewelry. We just wanted to be the more, um, I don't know, like the trophy, right? 
now I see men wanting to be the trophy. And I don't know who they're trying to be the trophy for. I don't know if it's for their homeboys, um, if it's for us. Like for the world. It's not even for... It's definitely, I mean, if we're talking about black men, it's definitely not for the black woman. It's for the world because they're overlooked so much. Hmm. So it goes back to, you know, unfortunately, systemic racism, all of that. It's like, see me, see me, look at me, look at me. I need to appear a certain way so that Mm -hmm. you don't prejudge me. So you don't think I'm useless and worthless. Right? Because right. with or without the purse, I'm still just a nigga. Right. Anyway, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like and that's it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy you say that because I think I was having this, this side note. I was having this conversation um, with someone a while ago where I said I think the worst thing for the black culture was is it segregation? Isn't that where they blended the schools and stuff? Is it segregation? segregation. Okay. Segregation is when you separate. Okay, so it's de-integration? De- okay. okay. It was integration. I said the worst thing that could have happened to the black culture was integration. Or and desegregation. I, was, I think that's the actual word. Desegregation. Okay, desegregation. Um, and I think my reason for that is because once we started blending things and trying to create that quote-unquote equality, we got away from buying our own products of quality to now starting to buy the white products to make them feel like we deserve to be in their world. Mm-hmm. I can afford this too because we were never supposed to be in your in your restaurant. We weren't supposed to wear the clothes that you had because we were quote unquote unfit or we weren't worthy of it. And once we started the, the blending of things, back then we started buying to show them that we our money is just as good. We fit in just, we, well, we can do the same thing that you guys do. And now so- that it's carried over, it's in a sense of we don't know how to get away from it. 2020, 2020, we're still, we're, we're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go buy Gucci and everything as a status to show that we got money, whether you got it or not. But it's to appear that you can blend in, that you can fit in to whoever world that is. Yeah, but it also depends on who you are because certain people who have, okay, people who have money or status are not going to buy the Gucci that says Gucci. Right. right. You, they may have on something so basic and so simple, and you don't even know that that T-shirt is worth $3,000. Right. The people who never had or didn't, um, who, I mean, I mean it, the, the two people are the same, right? But it's just a different level of how you carry your money. The other right. person who has money, they want everybody to see and know. So right. we get everything that has the names across it and, mm-hmm. and the big emblem, the diamonds and the, all that, because we need it's back to pay. Let me see the show me, show me. I don't feel like we shouldn't have desegregated ourselves. I, I feel like it was forced. Okay. Right. We wanted this mm-hmm. equality. So we felt like if we're able to mesh, then we'll have equal rights and everything. Right. And I think eventually, in my mind, I feel like eventually we were going to naturally desegregate anyway. There was never going to be a time that I feel like white people were going to stay on one side, black people were going to stay on another side. It mm-hmm. was going to naturally mesh at some mm-hmm. point. And I feel like if we had did that, then our value would have been, um, we would have been, we would have been more valued equally mm-hmm. 
because they would have trickled over over to our side and saw what we have. We would have trickled over to their side and saw what they have. And Mm -hmm. it would be an equal like acceptance of each other. But because it was forced, you know, it's like when your parent tells you to do something, you don't want to do it. But if somebody else on the outside come and tell you, you'll be quicker to do it. I feel like that's what happened. Like they told the white people, oh, you have to like black people. You have to let them in. You have to let them like your your daughters and have children with your daughters and all these things. Go to the same school. They didn't want that. You can't. You have to let them like naturally do it. It's just like men. You know how you got to lie to men, make them feel like they did it all by themselves when you know all along you told them how to do this thing. Right. That's the, that. That's what happened. So I don't feel like it was bad that we segregated. There, there would have been no way that segregation would have lasted all the way to 2020. <clears throat> right. I agree. Because we got the way we started, we totally got away from it. And I, honestly, that's why I feel like the gender roles started switching where like, you know, once the men were able to be able to prove themselves and their worth getting past, you know, the whole slavery and stuff. Now it's about proving that I am worthy. And yeah. women, we got into women's rights, um, which I think was what, the 70s? Um, now we starting to be these hardworking women where we got to prove to people in the world that we're capable of doing whatever job, any job, and we're equal just yeah. like men. Everybody, so we get this. Everybody is doing. Everybody yeah. is just trying to say like, yeah, I'm good enough. Yeah, look at me. Every time you tell me I can't do something, I do it. You know, but in reality, do women really want to be the strong person? Do I really no. want to taking out the trash do i really want to i think it was a situation where we okay i do yeah that's what it was i think it was more so we wanted equal pay or the opportunity to make the same amount as men so if Mm -hmm. we take on the roles and jobs that they have and showing that we're qualified Mm -hmm. then we should be able to make the same amount but no matter what we have that's equal to men as far as jobs or whatever well they'll never put pretty much see us as equal even if you get a woman that's a ceo of a company when you look at her counterparts at other companies, she's going to be the one making less, nine times out of 10, than those other counterparts. Even though she may be making six figures, she may be, may be making 300000 They're going to be making four fifty or three fifty, Right. Which it doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. And so once she's in that world, now she has this heartbone mentality where she has to be strong. She can't cry, can't have an attitude in front of these men. Because if she shows a sign of weakness, right. now yeah. she's gonna feel like she's unfit for her position. But I made it for a whole typical. And then she takes that, she takes that and brings it into her regular life also. Because so you can't switch it on and off. It's not a button. If you spend eight hours, so the where you work at your occupation, they I, I want to say that you, you can, but I know being that woman that you can. <laughs> you can like. <laughs> You, I want to be like, yes, you can. You could be come home and you could be feminine and soft. And I'd be like, right. Get the fuck away from me. Right. What you did all day. Right. <laughs> you, you ain't working as hard as me. Like, I'm out here grinding. Like, right. you easy. Like, I tell people all this all the time. Like, where you work at, that pretty much has to be your family because you're spending majority of your day at work. You're sleeping till you wake up. Then you're at work for at least at least eight hours, at least. And you're giving your family whatever time you have left over. So right. whatever traits you have, if you're working Monday through Friday, we're not even going to include weekends. If you're working Monday through Friday, at least eight hours a day, you're going to pick up habits that are going to carry over into your regular life outside. 
So there's no way that you can you can change those switches. So if you're a woman and you work at the steel mill, you're still gonna be a strong ass woman on the weekend. Lifting metal plates. It doesn't matter. You have to, you you as a woman have to give yourself it's the same thing for me. You as a woman have to give yourself enough courtesy to say, I don't have to be that person yeah. on the weekend. Right? right? Just as much as men have to give themselves the courtesy to say, I can be feminine. Mm, I, can I can be, be softer. Vulnerable, and I can be yeah. and I can be what yeah, I don't have to be this masculine alpha male all the time. Right. We I both have to give each other that. Right. But I think that's where the balance comes into because you got men now, I guess now trying to touch into their emotional side, shall I say, but we've already, but I feel like we're on this, this, this alpha woman side of being strong. And it's like trying to relate to it as like toughen up. Cause I've, I found myself doing it. Not that I wanted to, but it's like, I get agitated because I'm not an ego stroker. I'm not an emotional stroker. I can give you a couple pats on the back, but that's about it, baby. I don't think it's like that. I think we need to stop looking at that, looking at it that way with men because I feel like just because they're learning how to um, be healthy emotionally, that we shouldn't demean them for that. Right? We keep saying, oh, all these men are hurt and they, they got trauma and all this and they're getting themselves together and just because that means they're able to now tap into their emotions, but now we're mm-hmm. condemning that and saying, oh, now you soft and I don't need no soft man. But then at the yeah. same time, women, you just empowered your own self because you done mm-hmm. meditated and journaled your <laughs> ass all the way to alpha woman and now <laughs> you want to be this strong woman. And you So it's the same thing. You'd be mad if this this man turned around and be like, if you don't sit your manly ass down. So it's like we're, we're both condemning each other for the self-search, right? And we can't because do we, that. Because we switched roles. Like I it's, I don't even know where the breakdown really happened. I don't know why it's the, a very difficult transition because it really is the swap of what's happening. Because if a man says, sit your manly ass down, a woman going to be over the corner crying. Like this stupid ass nigga, I'm the breadwinner now. You ain't worth shit. And now he going through a, drop, a job struggle. Now he feels like he's not manly because she done took sh- It's just a bunch of BS. And it's I, I, because I it's a bunch of BS because it's a bunch of lost people. Thank you. That that's what it was. We're in the lost world. It's a bunch of Resident Evil zombies walking around. I, I don't even, know anything about because I've I feel it. like even if we have healthy, if we have healthy conversations and everyone, or at least expressing their emotions in a healthy way, that would alleviate a lot of issues. Women don't know how I mean, to. You just said that men. Who are learning how to responsibly use their emotions? You said that. I didn't say that. You said. Well, okay. I said that. Yeah. I said we are now condemning them and calling them soft. Well, let's let's not say we because I didn't say. Don't say we. That I, we are condemning them I, and I calling them soft. <laughs> <laughs> you want us to have healthy conversation? Well, he can't have healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. If he don't know how to express himself, and we can't have a healthy conversation if me as a woman don't know how to accept his emotions and his truth. So, so 
<laughs> but you just said they a bunch of lost people because I can't say that I'm lost. I'm not lost. I know when a man's in his feelings. I know when to just sit back and just shut up and listen. Even when in my head, I'm like, God, I wish he just stopped. I don't say nothing. I know how to effectively communicate and be okay and understand that. But I think that's the issue is that women have. I honestly say I think the issue is us. Where I think we've learned a new way of being strong and we're unsympathetic to the things that we went through. We feel like once women. women. Once we get to a place where we are mentally strong or emotionally strong, we don't know how to go back and be sensitive to others that are going through that issue. That's just my opinion. Okay. I think women, unfortunately, from very young are given titles and we hold on to these titles. So the minute Mm -hmm. you get the strong title, you don't know how you like we take that shit all the way. It's almost like a badge of honor. Until you get with a man. <laughs> a real man. Yeah, it's a badge of honor because it's like you a strong woman. I don't know right. how you I don't know how you got through that in life. You're like, yeah, I bitch, be, I been through everything. I be telling people, like, when people say stuff like that, like, dang, I'm just trying to be like you. What part of me? The part that doesn't <laughs> no sleep at night. The part that doesn't know how to separate work from life. The part that has high anxiety. What, what part is of me that you want? Because that strong woman shit, y'all can keep that. I don't, I don't really want it. I just don't really know how to be any other way because I've seen that my whole life. All the women in my life that raised me or that was been around me, that's all I know, right? But I, if there, if I wish I had some weak bitch around me so I could be like, oh, let me learn something from her. <laughs> how do you be so, how do you be so passive? Like, how do you just sit and listen? How do you just like and I will say that I agree. That's why I say I feel like women, not saying that we are the cause of this, but we are a major problem in this situation of the switching of roles because like you said before, a lot of women are demeaning. Once they reach that level of strong woman they tend to look down on those that are in touch with their emotional side, even when it comes to their kids, honestly speaking. Once a woman reaches that strong mindset or that I'm a strong black woman or a strong white, whatever you want to be, when your kids start crying, what the fuck are you crying for? Ain't nothing to cry about. So it's not just that it passes down to... To literally mute the emotion, the connection with emotion. at a child, as as a child, because mm-hmm. right? you, you start- you've reached that level where you've addressed your emotions, you know how to suppress your emotions when you're going through things, and you know how to express them all the time. I can keep it in. I got it together. Yeah, I'm about to break down. Yeah, I'm having a hard time paying my bills, but I got this. Mm-hmm. Don't cry. You don't break down anymore. So it's like when you build that mentality, and you go through life with that mentality for so long, and then you get with the real man. And it's like, you don't have to be, it's hard to be turn that it passive. It's hard to turn it off and just be like, okay, you can comfort me. Yeah, because what you start thinking is that he wants to try to control you. Yes. You feel like, oh, he coming in to try to tell me what to do. He's trying to put the shackles. And I've been, I've uh, been keeping this boat afloat. Now you want me to let you roll? No. Yeah. But then men also have to understand that too. It's like, you gotta, mm-hmm. when you're, dealing with certain women, especially at certain ages, like, you gotta understand what she's been dealing with her whole life, at least um, as an adult, right? Like, she has been doing this by herself, so no, she don't need you 
so you don't come in with this, let me come and take over your life or let me come and show you what a man is. You got to come at her a different way. Right? And, and women will sit there and be like, I'm looking for that man. And then he gets there and then you're like, that nigga trying to tell me what to do. I don't know. Right. You, just, you was looking for him and he's here. And now right. you don't even know what to do with <laughs> I feel like it's a certain way you got to go about it. So it's the same way where like, if you are alpha male, most alpha men, they don't have to state their alpha male, their demeanor, the way they carry themselves. It'll make you want to humble yourself as a woman. So that's what we look for. We don't look for the guy that comes and beats on his chest and say, I'm the man I can pay the bills. Yes, you can, but we need somebody we can feel. I think the biggest thing is security. We want that security and that ability to believe in him to the point where we can let our guard down from being that strong woman. Just like men want to have that ability to trust you with his feelings without having to feel like less than a man. It's all that boils down to having that same trust with one another. And so most men now, what I'm starting to notice is that I would think, like you said before, they're able to recognize and understand what a woman's kind of been through and why she has this mentality. Because I want to say maybe seven out of 10, maybe six out of 10 men have seen their mother struggle and go through what has built us up. You've seen Big Bertha become this strong, big back black woman. Why she You've to, seen she that. To be big. Why she got to be Big Bertha? Okay. Helen, you've seen Helen um, go through these things. I like Helen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So you've seen her go through it. And it's hard for me to believe they're not sympathetic to the modern day woman that they're dating. Like, how do you, you've watched your mother go through this in life. And you've seen her go through these things and that made you become the man that you are trying to help and provide for your family to help her out. Then why is that changing once you get with a woman that has kids and maybe that's alone or a single or any woman that's single in general? I I, I don't understand that disconnect once it gets to the away from your mother to the. Because at the end of the day, they're looking for their mother. That's Mm. the only, that's the only connection they have to, a love woman. That's the yeah. first connection that they have. So and they and, and they just surpass. They just whoever raised them as a female. That's who they're looking. For. They look slip. They look past the mother and the grandmother paying the bills. They just look for the aspects of them cooking and cleaning and letting them play the video game. Those are I, the only things I've noticed. Like the, it's more of the like because the cooking clean to them is a sign of love. So it's more of I'm looking for that nurturing. You'll never leave me. You take me as I am. I can mm-hmm. do. I could be a failure. I could be whatever, and you're still gonna love me and coddle me. Mm-hmm. No, it's not even. I don't even think it's the cooking and the cleaning. I think that's all wrapped up and just like camouflaged. Right, as love. Yeah, and isn't it like an? Uh, I think we spoke about this last week. The unhealthy types of love that that gives off when mothers like it's definitely unhealthy which you would have that you would have to you would have to allow yourself to to say that the way that my mother loved me was mm-hmm. unhealthy or how she it, showed her love was unhealthy because honestly speaking people 
because honestly speaking, a lot of them, um, a lot of men, I would say the role switch because their mothers and grandmothers or whatever, they treat them like you get away with murder. You can be the bright little seed of Chucky, but we're going to love you anyway. And then mm-hmm. when you get with someone, you want to put them through whatever your mother and all, and they bailed you out 30 times or whatever. <laughs> Because yeah. you know, your daddy's not here, so I have to overlove you and I have to be softer on you. At, but then I still tell you at four or five years old that you're the man of the house now, mm-hmm. which is a contradiction. Am I your son yeah. that you're going to overlove to compensate for the fact that you couldn't keep a stable relationship with my father? Mm-hmm. Or am now your provider because you keep telling me I'm supposed to be a man at five and six years old and I'm not that? <laughs> And I feel like that's where that being a provider just because I'm a man and the head of the household that comes from. Yes, yeah, that, that should be enough. But, right? but, not, but they're not even real providers, though. Most of them, they don't have a car. They don't. They're they not have, how to provide. They're just told that they're supposed to be a provider. Right. It, but a lot of them, they they're not even providing. They are just, and that's why I think the newer, the women, the strong black women or women in general, let me just stop saying black women, all women are dealing with these men where, you know, you think you got a good guy, they give you this facade. And then once you get them, now they don't, they want to sit on the couch. They don't want to really go to work. They keep You also got to try to realize what women also need to say to themselves, well, what what do I need him to provide? Because maybe I don't need him to provide for these bills, but I need him to provide in another way. But either, no we matter what we say, to do that as women to say, his provision may be in the fact that he's really good with these kids. You know, he does other he things. Them, he ain't gonna watch some fucking kids. The way they, they need to be watched. Whether whether they're his or not, I think that changes the subject. They're not gonna watch them fucking kids the way they need to be watched. And a lot of men see it as it's demeaning to be daddy daycare, which is not as I think it's a real role. Like if she is the breadwinner, she's uh you know doing well in her career, whatever, and that's where this gender role comes in. When you start to neutralize certain things, they'll start to be realize, oh, it's not bad that I'm sitting at home with my kids and trying raising my. them. But if right. you have a dad, you may not understand what that is. Because you, yeah. or maybe you, if you, everybody has a dad, but if your dad wasn't there, you don't understand what that is. Or if your dad was there and you only saw him go out and work and he never interacted with you and your, your siblings, then right. you don't understand how You don't understand the impact it is to have them hands right. on more so. Right. right. So everything just boils down to an So we're all fucking lost and out here is this whole shit show. Well, I'm I'm not really lost. I know which direction I'm going. You've been um, lost. I am. Um, I think I'm intact. I think I'm being intact fine. and being lost is two different things. You whole. You a whole being. I think that I am the most effective communicator out there. <laughs> <laughs> I am mentally in control of my emotions, my feelings. <laughs> that comes with it. (laughs) so comical. And the fact that you are my twin sign, I know that makes it even more comical to me. (laughs) Because I'm going to tell you, bitch right here is not. 
I am none of those things that you just claimed that you are. That's why we're balancing water. Mm-hmm. I am balancing you off the balance. I am. Balance. I am the balance between <laughs> us. I am going to level off the scale. So that. Yeah. If, if we have to hold on to you being the balance, we're fucked. <laughs> We're See that's where that's where that trust comes in. So with more time, um, you're gonna give me that trust that you know I'm that when <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> how long have we been doing this, ma'am? Ma'am, some people take longer than others. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I I I think I I do see the slight transition though. Not just saying the the I guess the popular gender roles of cooking and cleaning. The man's supposed to be working in the yard and jobs, but I see I see a slight shift in things. But I think it all comes from everyone trying to prove themselves, as you said, and feel make everyone feel like they are worthy of mm-hmm. whatever they're trying to obtain in life. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy of having this home. I'm worthy of having these funds. I'm worthy of being able to take care of these kids on my own. I'm worthy of not needing child support. I'm worthy of being emotionally in tune with the person I'm with. I am worthy. That is the biggest thing above everyone's head is that they're trying to make people believe that they are worthy of whatever they're trying to fulfill in life. And going after and trying to prove to someone else that you're worthy um, without just having yourself. I think that's what has us in this like sunken place of emotions and chaos, to be honest. Because to be mm-hmm. honest, nobody else's you know, opinion should matter but our own. But we do things for the world and for others to see. I mean, other, other people's opinions shouldn't matter if those people matter to you. But that's the problem because people, a lot of people, they have these other people that quote unquote, matter to them, but they don't really matter to them, if that makes sense, in their life. Mm-hmm. These people, their opinions and thoughts don't really make their wills turn in your life. But you've given them this Because the people who, who matter, you take, you may, it may not change you. You may not adjust yourself just because this person is telling you something, but you will be mm-hmm. at least open to listening to what the person is saying. Right. Because right. they just... Yeah. I mean, my face talking to me because I don't want to hear it. I mean, I was honest. You were honest. I, that's improvement. <laughs> Wait, I'm always honest now. Don't say you, that's you, you are. You are. You are. You but that's like when you are, when you're building, when you allow, when you give people the power man or woman, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, that power of needing their approval, I think you're already setting yourself up for failure. Because a lot of people, they deal with trying to appease their parents. I'm still trying to prove to my father that I'm worthy. I'm still trying to prove to my mom that I'm worthy and she should love me this way. And, and I get those childhood traumas, but once you become an adult, I feel like you can't use that as an excuse anymore because that's where your self-healing comes from. But then that just stems from, okay, forget them and trying to appease them. Now I got to show up on social media. 
when you try to understand where your parents are coming from in that sense, right? Sometimes we put those kind of like uh, that heaviness on ourselves mm-hmm. that you're trying to appease your parents. But a lot of times you have to understand why you're trying to appease your parents. You, you, if you if you take the time to understand why your parents feel the way they feel about you mm-hmm. or what you're doing or not doing in your life, Parents for me are a little different. They they still get the fuck you too sometimes. If if they needed. do, they do. This is a little different because they're they're actually usually most of the time coming from a good place. They just want the best for you, but it's hard, mm. especially if we're dealing with you know older generations. They just don't right. understand what we are doing. They don't and know. In relationships, you should never be out here trying to appease anybody in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It should be an equal like you know that you're accepting of me or my journey and then as I am of yours and if you can't then this may not be the time for us to be together right but the issue like we said before the issue is people are trying to mold people for who they want them to be and how they want them to be Always. like a like a strong but like the strong women once we've reached this level we want this strong man he's going to come in and pay the bills He's going to take all this pressure off. And so we've already given him before he even gets to us and builds a bond with us. We've already given him this role. He yeah, needs yeah. to fulfill. We do that with the basic, even in friendships. Like, Oh, bitch, you're my best friend now. Well, <laughs> hold on. Can I know what you're <laughs> Hold on. Who? Wait a Can minute. Requirements of that is because I may not want to be your best friend. Because I may not like the requirements that you have for a friend. Not even best friend, just a regular friend. Right. Maybe I don't want to answer every time you send me a text or you call three times back to back because that's your signal of that you're destroyed. I ghost people for days and weeks and months. Mm. I'm good at that. So are you going to be all right with that? <laughs> Is this a <laughs> Are you am I your friend, but you're not mine. Like how how are we doing this? Because real this, bad, real <laughs> bad. <laughs> All right, your friend, what's real bad. What's her <laughs> name? Carisha. Young Miami, real bad. Yeah, you my friend, real bad. Like that, like that whole <laughs> like as much as everybody kept posting that, I was like, yo, y'all. <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. And it, even though it was for jokes, like. But not, I don't even think it was for jokes. Not, that's what I'm saying. I don't see it as it being for jokes because the way she was saying it, the leading into like. like, she something like I, know you, I know you're single, but even though you're not with me, I'm with you. So we go together like real bad. I'm like. But th- this is why I don't think it was a joke because his other little Chinese or whatever she is, side chick or whatever other girl he was dating, when she posted, a, when that girl posted a picture of her and Diddy or whatever on a plane like months ago, Carisha just went into a whole frenzy on Twitter and was like taking shots. Like everybody says they know their roles. Why are you taking shots at what he's doing with her during their time? We want to act like we're the strong black woman, remember? But we always ultimatum. A man who was 20 years older than you. That should be dating your mom, but who's the judge? Um, but it's still not saying that that can't happen because he don't, he doesn't matter. He doesn't mind. Right. He don't mind. 
You put yourself in a situation. Everybody know. Are you too? Are you too young to know? Diddy's a uh, track record. Are you too young to know it? Is that what that is? No. We see money. We're city girls. We see the money. We don't see anything else until our emotions are involved <laughs> because now he's treating us like a princess. So that daddy love I never had, he right. showed me that. He's taking care of me. He's taking me on trips. He's right. making me feel all these types of ways. So, of course, I'm not like, no, this feels good. It feels like what it's supposed to feel like. It's giving what it was supposed to give. Mm-hmm. Which is take care of me. Well, and he will do that. And right, so- at his expense. But just like, this is actually, this is crazy because this is a prime example of what we mean because it was a lie they did after that, maybe a couple of days after, and he was like getting on to her, kind of talking down to her. Like, I told you about FaceTime me asking questions. Like, why you ask me questions? Almost like that man that you get with that takes care of the household, but when he knows yeah, that you're don't ask me nothing. You don't pretty much. Pretty much. That's what it gave. But that also could come from, like, I already told you what this is, so I don't know what you're creating in your head. But yeah. I already told you what this is, so don't come at me. Different. I know you got your little show and everything. I came on there. I did a little interview now. I didn't get your little ratings or whatever. Don't come at me. <laughs> Crazy little girl. <laughs> That's what I heard for the most part. Like, you know what this is. And for me, it's like, yeah, you may be having fun, but if he didn't take Kim Porter serious or Cassie, what the fuck do you like? I think he did. I think Diddy's always just told everybody what he what he wants, and I think people say around things. Well, Kim, I think Kim was well aware. That's her baby daddy. They have a connection. They have a soul soul tie, and but she knew yeah. they would never be in a relationship. Cassie, he got her young, and I think she just always thought that it was going to eventually things would. Going yeah, because there ain't and no way in hell he can just keep dating for years and years and years. But no, that's unfortunately she probably thought that when Kim died, it was gonna change, and it didn't. I don't even think. I think she'd already left before Kim. She left before Kim passed away. She had moved on with Alex Fine. I think that's his last name. Prior, okay. when she realized that he just wasn't going to, he was never going to marry her after like ten years. I mean, he said it on the thing. He don't believe in marriage. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you just can't be mad when you allow yourself to be in a situation that you don't believe. If you believe in marriage, and you can't be with somebody who don't believe in marriage. <laughs> like, that's I, I, not think, I think she thought because of the same thing he does with all his women where he makes you feel like you're the only one in the world. I'm going to give you the... We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that that's what he's doing. I can't even say that. We don't know if that's what he's doing. Because he could damn sure... Listen, so what he is, is he a doing? Scorpio. He could damn sure be telling people exactly what they what he wants. Oh, I know he's going to be honest with them. And but when you, like, like, we're emotional creatures. We're emotional creatures as women. So we're, I'm pretty sure they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're just going to... We're just hanging out. But you're giving me things of wanting to be in a relationship, even though you, you don't state that we're going to be together. I can treat you. I can give you nice things. I can do that. It's a different level of side chick when you are or relationship when you have money. Yeah. That's the thing that Tyrone can't do. Yeah. But Diddy can, he can splurge and give you money and do things. That still doesn't mean anything. Just because I broke off a few thousand dollars on you, that don't mean nothing. 
Because I'm going to make that back in my sleep. I already made it back before I even spent it. <laughs> before I even gave you, I bought it and gave him by the walk from the store to the car. I already made it. <laughs> I don't even. That's what I give the maid. <laughs> that's what I give the dog walker. I don't care. I get okay. I bought you a thousand, a ten thousand dollars Chanel bag. Okay. So how long do you think, in your opinion, you know, off the record, do you think this situation is going to last between Carisha and Diddy? It's not gonna last long because she's she's too young and she's too mouthy and she's too much in like the public. Yeah, everybody else has just kind of been chill and like you never hear about Diddy's relationships. Like you never hear anybody talk bad about him or anything. She's the type that's gonna talk and he's gonna get annoyed by that. She's it's fun for now, right? She's gonna get on. She's gonna get on live. She's gonna say subliminals and everyone's gonna know who she's talking about because and once she says something crazy, he gonna cut her deal or revolt. <laughs> so if she was smart, she would think about the money before she run her mouth. Because he gonna yeah. cut that. He gonna cut it or if she was smart, I hope she, because you know how did he is with contracts, I hope she signed a good contract. We done seen what he done did the day 25, Danny Kane, everybody that walked across that Brooklyn Bridge for that cheesecake. <laughs> Anybody he signed, Besides Big, I ain't seen nothing good happen with them. I have not seen anything happen with anybody he signed for no contract. Whether well, Sean John didn't even last like that. And it's a fun- no, he sold Sean John. He made money off of that. He yeah, because they because they thought it was gonna go to the top. Because he wasn't doing anything. It, do it, it did, Sean. You see, because you're looking at Sean John streetwear. Sean John, the brand, the 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 yeah. Like, the suits and all of that that did very well he saw he's a businessman so he's gonna make sure that contract look good on his end damn right i'm not mad at him that's your problem that you didn't get a lawyer to read over your contract that's your fault that's not my fault i gave you that contract since last week you you ain't getting nobody to read that over you don't even have like that cousin in your family who just started college nobody in your family oh that's not my it was, it, was 20, it was 20 pages. It's not my, I'm sorry, it's not an Instagram caption. <laughs> Contract is a little bit longer than that. <gasps> oh, where can they find us? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, so you guys, if you guys are listening on your phones, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. If you have an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Amazon Podcasts. I am now uploading them to YouTube. Be mm. patient with me. I'm trying to get them up. It's just taking a little bit longer, but we are going to be on YouTube on the Balance and Water, of course. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Balance and Water with both of our personal pages down below, um, as well as our emails. Anything else you want to say to the people before I end it this week? <laughs> Read your contracts. Read your damn contracts, because <laughs> one thing I don't learn is that if I'm with, I'm not getting no goddamn business with him. I uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> No, if I'm not holding the same seat he got, I don't want to do no damn business. And I'm not walking no damn way to get you no food for no fucking contract so you can kill it. That's all I got to say. So don't ask me. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.